welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 192. On his hand-rolled cigarette, pulled it away from his mouth. The cigarette paper stuck to his lower lip and the cigarette fell apart, spilling its contents onto his ginger beard and down the front of his filthy t-shirt. Mad Sweeney brushed it off convulsively with blackened hands as if it were a dangerous insect. My resources are pretty much tapped out, Mad Sweeney, said Shadow. But why don't you tell me what it is you need? You want me to get you a coffee? Mad Sweeney shook his head. He took out a tobacco pouch and papers from the pocket of his denim jacket and began to roll himself another cigarette. His beard bristled, and his mouth moved as he did this, although no words were said aloud. He licked the adhesive side of the cigarette paper and rolled it between his fingers. The result looked only distantly like a cigarette. Then he said, I'm not a troll. Shit, those bastards are fucking mean. I know you're not a troll, Sweeney, said Shadow gently, hoping that he did not sound as if he were patronizing the man. How can I help you? Matt Sweeney flicked his zippo, and the first inch of his cigarette flamed and then subsided to ash. You remember how I showed you to get a coin? You remember? Yes, said Shadow. He saw the gold coin in his mind's eye, watched it tumble into Laura's casket, saw it glitter around her neck. I remember. You took the wrong coin, man. A car approached the gloom beneath the bridge, blinding them with its lights. It slowed down as it passed them, then stopped, and a window slid down. Everything okay here, gentlemen? Everything's just peachy, thank you, officer, said Shadow. Just out for a morning walk. Okay now, said the cop. He did not look as if he believed that everything was okay. He waited. Shadow put a hand on Mad Sweeney's shoulder and walked him forward out of town, away from the police car. He heard the window hum closed, but the car remained where it was. Shadow walked. Mad Sweeney walked, and sometimes he staggered. They passed a sign saying, Future City. Shadow imagined a city of spires and Frank R. Paul Towers, all gleaming in gentle primary colors. Bubble. And that's our page. It's noted here that Sweeney has blackened hands, and I think this is a descriptor of his cleanliness, as he's also noted to be wearing a dirty t-shirt just a line or two above. But black tissue can also be indicative of deep frostbite, which could eventually result in amputation depending on the level of damage caused by the necrotic tissue. It is cold through much of the rest of the novel, so it's certainly possible that's what's happening here, but usually black skin appears as one gets warmer, so more likely Sweeney's been living on the bum and is just dirty. We don't know where Jack's crocodile bar is, at least not exactly, nor do we know where the airport shadow ducked out on Wednesday is, but regardless of how far it is from Jack's to Cairo, well, I can't imagine it was a good, a good trip for Sweeney to get there, especially in the middle of winter. On the previous page, Shadow jokingly told Sweeney that people would think he was a troll if he spent so much time under bridges. In Gaiman's own works, there's a short story called a Troll Bridge, which was also illustrated and adapted by Colleen Duran for Dark Horse, and it's really great in that format as well. Trollbridge is an adult version of the Norwegian fairy tale The Three Billy Goats Gruff. It was written for the collection Snow White, Blood Red, edited by Ellen Datlow and Terry Windling in 1993. The story was nominated for the World Fantasy Award in 1994 and collected in Smoke and Mirrors in 1998, although before that in Angels and Visitations in 1993, although that version is significantly less common. A troll in mythology first appears in Norse tales and other bits of Scandinavian folklore. They typically lived in mountains or caves. In Old Norse, the word meant fiend or demon or, in some forms, werewolf. And trolls are theorized to be the inspiration for Grendel in the Beowulf story, written anonymously all those hundreds of years ago. 
They're also known for turning to stone in sunlight, if you remember The Hobbit. But because this is American Gods, trolls must actually exist, and Sweeney insists that they're mean. I don't know that we ever meet a troll in Shadow's Adventures, but I guess we can keep our eyes open for a squat, hungry, ugly creature who lives in the mountains. Of course, not all the gods appear as their original forms, as we saw in Wednesday's head, so perhaps they wouldn't look significantly similar to their original descriptors. Sweeney confronts Shadow over the gold coin Shadow got on the night they met, but they're interrupted by a police officer pulling up. Shadow is an ex-con and is also feasibly on the run for the deaths of the men in the spook show, or at least he thinks he must be, so he gently escorts Sweeney over the town line into an area called Future City. Future City was a suburb of Cairo in the early 1900s and was established as its own city in 1913, after a flood washed away large amounts of the city in 1912. Shortly after the development finished, there were two more floods, though, that came through and ruined most of the rest of the city. The first was in January, and the second was in April 1913. After the April flood, many of the houses survived, but had been lifted off the property they had been built on, and now, just over 100 years later, very few people continue to live in Future City. I couldn't find an exact number, but the Encyclopedia of Forlorn Places has some photos and data in Page suggests that approximately six homes in the town are still occupied. The site also has a page for Cairo, and there's a couple of good examples of Queen Anne-style houses in the photos, so definitely check them out at eofp.net. Frank R. Paul is a bit of an odd reference for when or for Shadow, I think, though I guess it could be a Neil reference, and Shadow is just kind of along for the ride. Frank Arpal was born in Austria-Hungary in 1884 and immigrated to the U.S. in 1906. He did graphic design for a New Jersey paper, the Jersey Journal. He was also hired to illustrate a science magazine known as The Electrical Experimenter, which led him to illustrating sci-fi story magazines, including Amazing Stories, Wonder Stories, and Planet Stories. Also of note, he illustrated the cover for Timely Comics Marvel Comics No. 1 from October 1939, which included the first appearance of the Human Torch, the Android version, and Namor the Submariner. If you plug Frank R. Paul's name into the Google image search, you'll see what sorts of cities Shadow is imagining as he and Sweetie walk away from Cairo. And most of them don't look like brightly colored future dildos. But some do, and it's wonderful. Though, I guess, maybe it's not just Neil making a reference and having Shadow think it. There are references throughout the novel that Shadow was a serious reader before he bulked up and decided to go the meathead route. There was there was the one on the previous page, well, three, four pages ago? And there's another, at least two or three that I can remember coming up, but I think they come up much later in the novel. I know that I myself read a ton of science fiction in my middle school years, but I never really dug into illustrated covers for books. But I could certainly see Shadow being that kind of reader and finding that to be interesting. It also could just be a simple instance of Neil inserting a bit of himself into Shadow's character, but I just don't know. I'm really trying to remember how much of a reader Shadow is. But I guess we can discuss that in another 200 or 300 pages whenever it comes up again. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetale at gmail.com and on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real. <laughs>